Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. We are back again on Speed Street, the final race of the 2022 NTT IndyCar season is upon us here out on the West Coast, just wrapped up in Portland, but we got one more, we got one more and we're going to finish strong, um, and it's quite the hell of a race coming up, there are championships on the line, there are legacies to be let out, there are Still lawsuits going on aplenty. Um, I am a new dad. I was off last week, so I appreciate Ben and Connor filling in for me. I got a baby screaming upstairs. Connor doesn't have a mold anymore. It's a whole new world we're in, folks, and I couldn't be more excited about it. Football starts this week. We're going to talk a little bit about the NFL. We got a fun little segment for you guys with that, comparing drivers, NFL teams, so it's going to be a good one. Um, But can't get anywhere without introducing, of course, co-host of this show, my pal, driver of the number 20 bit now ride in the NTT IndyCar Series, Connor Daly. What's up, my man? How we feeling going into the last week of the season? Uh, well, it's good to not be on fire anymore. Uh, feeling better about uh, being extinguished. Um, and uh, yeah, you did mention you did mention a lot of things there. There's there's a, a massive amount has happened since uh, since you were the um, uh, the man behind the wheel of the Speed Street Wagon. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think great weekend of of motorsport really across the board, except for Formula One. Uh, that was kind of boring. Um, and Max has already won the world championship, essentially. So we'll just give him that trophy. Congratulations, Max. Uh, <laughs> I, I, Plenty I think, of yacht parties to come. Yeah, many yacht parties. I mean, they can probably still even tail the end of summer, you know, to get get the get the celebrations going early. Um, but yeah, great NASCAR, uh, events as well, both Xfinity and the cup series, uh, the IndyCar race, 
Uh, I wasn't really part of a lot of it, but um, it was fun for a little bit. So, uh, yeah, got a lot to talk about there. Got some fun stuff to uh, to cover as well. But, um, but yeah, man, what's uh, – Let's talk about, you know, week one of, of the, of fatherhood. Do you have any birthing room tips? Do we have any, is there anything that, you know, I obviously don't know what that's like, but when you're getting in there as a rookie dad, you know, you're wearing helmets. Are we do, is there a situation room that you needed to figure out? What was the, what was the strategy? (laughs) Uh, Didn't bring a helmet. Um, did not bring a catcher's mitt either. I, I left the mitt at home to, to catch the boy. I let the doctors do that. Fair. Um, but you know, man, yeah, right. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I compare it to like riding in a two seater, right? Oh, uh, you, you, you let the professionals, the people who have done it, they, they are calm, cool behind the wheel and you're in the back seat screaming your head off, not knowing what the hell is going to happen. Right. <laughs> you want to put me behind the wheel of an Indy car, you know, a two seater no. ride. Um, so it's, it's kind of like that. And you know what? It was a lot calmer than what I thought it was going to be. My wife did a phenomenal job. She's a legend. She's an absolute trooper. Um, but you know, in the movies and TV, right. You see like doctors running in and out of the room, like ripping off a piece of paper from a fax machine, like screaming to the nurses. Like it's, it was not like that at all. We were lucky, but for us, it was not like that at all. Pretty simple, pretty, you know, mellow delivery. We did our thing, and all of a sudden the boy was there. And uh, yeah, he's he's one week old. I've changed many diapers. I've gotten a lot better. I tell you what, that first three to five diapers that you change, that's a rough go there, brother. <laughs> that, that is a that is a tough deed. But uh, once you once you start to get the hang of it, I was up at you know two thirty, four thirty in the morning the, this past night, and I was in there almost with my eyes closed, bro, just freaking. <laughs> strap them up let's get back to bed so it's been good mama and baby are healthy had a couple doctor's appointments just as you do follow up you know what i mean after the birth and um baby boy is good little frankie molinero and um excited for him to be here man it's it's super super cool (laughs) you know what i respect that good for you guys Uh, what a nice little week to and i actually respect that you're already back on the pot you know what i mean this is a good this is a dedication to the listeners of the speed street um, had a lot of great people in Portland come up to us and say they love the podcast again, which is really cool. Um, great. and, uh, we, I mean, we love to see it. And I think I also did see, I also have a shirt for you, Joey, by the way, the, uh, folks, at the Dale junior download did give us some speed street shirts that hopefully will be available for the folks. Yeah. Ben is wearing one there. Wow. Ben actually, I don't have a black one, Ben. That looks great. Um, what a great. I do have a shirt for you, uh, and I will have to link up with you at some point to give you that because Speed Street's really, you know, it's it's taken it's taken off uh, really into the stratosphere. Like we plan on being on the moon uh, very very soon, um, and and I'm excited about it. So it's good to have you back, and it's good to have good to get us talking about motorsport again. And it is a you know it's a bit of a sad week because it's the final race of the season. Um, we have enjoyed it. Uh, I've enjoyed probably 70% of it, maybe 65, uh, but it's been a real tough go lately for us. But in general, the season is, is wildly competitive to see Scott McLaughlin win, uh, in Portland, the guy was dominant all weekend. The guy was killing it. Um, and you know, I, I thought it was, uh, an interesting race for sure. Uh, because there was no turn one yellow, no massive accident that, that right. people were going to report about. 
Um, Complete 180 from last year. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, nice to actually make it through there without chaos. Um, but you had a lot of different people go through a lot of different strategic wildfires. And of course, Scott Dixon yet again starts right in front of me in the back and he's on the podium. So, uh, you know, magician, continuous miracle worker. Um, and, uh, you know, that team obviously knows how to execute at every every level. Um, but uh, yeah, just very, very good strategic weekend for several different people. Uh, you saw a lot of people get real aggressive. Pato Award making a move that, you know, could have gone really wrong for him and Will Power. Um, but, you know, then he gets penalized for a little bit of a block. You know, Scott Dixon, of course, takes advantage of that because Scott Dixon is always on the right side of history. Uh, apart from the Indy 500 years here, that was tough for him. Sad. Uh, tough thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, yeah, it was really, really interesting. I mean, did you... Did you get Frankie into watching IndyCar racing already? Was that was that his first race out right out the gate? Or oh, yeah, we, brother, we talking. Yeah, yep. First race, first first qualifications. Um, I was I was cranking that thing up, dude. I wanted it to be absolutely just freaking metal in my house, um, just because <laughs> I wanted that sound to resonate in the young man's ears already to get him prepared for when he's six, seven months old, we're going to the track month of May, et cetera. So he was right there with me. I was showing him the way. Um, yeah, man, just super happy for Scotty Mack. I mean, this is, um, they were talking about a lot on the broadcast, um, just about how, you know, he, he's a legend over there in Australia with the racing that he did there. And he comes over and he's kind of figuring out his way last year. He was down in the dumps a while. Right. And Roger and Tim, uh, Cindric and Pinsky obviously kind of get him out. And then all of a sudden this year and year two, I mean, the, the leaps and bounds he's made, like really, really super impressive. And it feels like you're kind of like, we, we collectively are kind of watching, uh, you know, like a, a, a superstar be born in the sport. Um, and another favorite to be heading into 2023, you know, like a, a guy that's just going to be up there, like, you know, going in every year, you feel like you talk about, you know, Scott Dixon and, um, Joseph Newgarden and, 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 you know, Will Power. Now you're going to add in Scott McLaughlin in there as someone who's just like, yep, you just know he's going to be there. He's, he's always got a chance. So that, I thought that was super cool. Um, was, was glad. Well, it was like a mixed bag, man, of like, you know, for a while there, I was kind of like, eh, can we stack them up a little bit here? Like, you don't want anything to happen, but yeah. also we were just kind of spinning laps. It felt like, but then again, it was like, it was a super, just like clean race, which is impressive. Like you mentioned for, that turn one kind of fiasco that's always out there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was entertained. Frankie was in there with us and, uh, really it set up just a phenomenal final race in terms of the championship battle. Yeah. And, and the, the Scott McLaughlin thing is very interesting because I think a, a lot of people, if you look at, you know, his first year at Penske, right? Like, yeah, it was, it was tough. Like he, he was not winning races like his teammate, right? he, it, but but it but it takes time like you got to you like it doesn't matter how good you are really because I, I compare a situation now again there's very few people who are lucky enough to start their IndyCar careers with Penske that's usually that's right, pretty yeah. impressive sure <laughs> but I, I would say take Joseph Newgarden as a prime example of uh, the learning process of IndyCar and how difficult it is to actually you know succeed in this sport right. Joseph Newgarden didn't win a race in IndyCar, I believe, until his third year or late, like very late in his second season. Um, and so it, it, it takes time. Like even his rookie year, you know, Joseph, there was obviously 
plenty of moments of speed, right? You know, qualified on the front row at Long Beach, you know, got taken out by Dario, you know, wild, wild scenario, big wreck there. But like, there, the, it, it takes time for drivers to get to the highest level of their performance in, you know, in a racing series, I think, when everyone is so good. Um, and, you know, we see it sometimes with, with, with rookies coming in and being successful right out the gate, but every driver is different. Right. And I think Scott coming from V8 supercars, very, very different car, right. Very, very different platform. Um, and now him linking up with Ben Bretzman as well, who I had beers with both Ben and Scott at the Portland airport waiting on red eye flights. Uh, actually they, they were going to California. I was going back to Indy, but, uh, Great to have beers with Ben Bretzman and Scott McLaughlin. Two great humans. They get along very, very well. And I can absolutely tell why they're successful. I mean, just, I mean, it just, it just makes sense. Um, and so besides, to, besides you, I'd say Scott McLaughlin, Scotty Mack is definitely the most fun, mo most, the, the driver you'd want to have drinks with the most, in my opinion. A, a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, and, and we talked a little bit about that on the download with, with, uh, with our boss, Dale Jr., but absolutely, Scott McLaughlin is the guy you want to have a beer with. He's the guy you want to hit the golf course with. Uh, just, you know, a dude's dude and and having a having a great time out in the motor car as well. Um, and so yeah, it was it, it it was it's really cool to see that success, but it's also again not surprising. I think a lot of drivers, even I mean, there are several in Formula One that you see that like, okay, yeah, rookie year, we'll figure it out. We'll like, uh, here we go. Boom, success. Like, I would say even like Tyler Reddick in the Cup Series, right? Uh, took a year, maybe figured out a couple years, figuring things out. Boom, got this new car right to the, like, right to the success, success house. Uh, guys been very, very quick in, uh, in many, many different scenarios. So it's, it's, it's funny to like, because people, critics are so aggressive, right? And fans are like, oh, if you... If you suck now, you're going to suck forever. It's like, nope, that's not true at all. So it's, yeah. you know, literally Scott can look back on last year and not have to pay any attention to it at all because guess what? Now he's got a ton of pole positions. He's got a ton of wins, it feels like, already. And uh, and he's fighting for a championship in his second year. So, you know, it's a bit of a long shot for him. But very impressive, uh, you know, year two. And I see another 10 years of Scott McLaughlin being a championship competitor. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, yeah, it's the long shot, but I mean, he's in it, you know, mathematically, technically, he set himself up with the last, really the last four races. I mean, he, you know, he, he's been on podium, podium, win. I mean, he's just been absolutely consistent, so good. And he set himself up to at least be in the fight and the final race coming up. And to go back to your Joseph Newgarden note, um, CD, he's been at this for a decade, right? Rookie in 2012 with Sarah Fisher Hartman racing did mm -hmm. not tally his first IndyCar win until 2015 so you're on the dot yeah Three exactly star with um carpenter uh fisher hartman racing cfh um where he scored two in 2015 but didn't get that first one until three years in the business which i believe is all yeah it, i i did this research when i was trying to figure out how much i sucked in my second year of indycar um but it was <laughs> it was not necessarily there was a lot. There was a lot that was contributing to our factors there at AJ Foyt Racing, but uh, it, it was it was just interesting to see. I always try to measure myself, you know, with with people that I knew and grew up with, and Joseph's that guy. And and again, it took him time, but the amount of success that he has had. I mean, he could win another IndyCar championship. He could have three IndyCar championships by by Monday. You know what I mean? So yep. it's uh, it's really really impressive um, to see that that uh, you know that rise. 
And, you know, you'll, you'll see it with more and more drivers, you know, over the years. So it, it's, it's cool to see, we've got a great championship battle. I think it's, I think it's going to be very hard to beat willpower. I, I think he is, he's, do, he's doing everything he needs to do. He's driving smart. He's driving calculated. The team is doing everything they need for him. Um, but the interesting thing about this weekend as well is how good Andretti Autosport, you know, can be here, right? Colton Herta is, I mean, he could play spoiler to not necessarily all of it, but, you know, he wins. That's the most points. Obviously, that's just math. Um, and, you know, you just kind of have to see see how the rest of it plays out. But it's always nice to have a cushion. Uh, believe it or not, I've won championships before in motorsport and always going into the last race with a with a lead is something that uh, you much prefer rather than having to make make up something. Um, so it's, you know, it's going to be very interesting. But Penske has been so strong lately. And I mm-hmm. I don't know what they've done, but I, 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 I admire how they've basically gone from being right there to absolutely humiliating everyone uh, at every weekend, essentially the last few weekends. Yeah, to the point where Alex Rossi says, yeah, we're basically all just qualifying for fourth here. Um, mm. because might as well call it the fast two uh, because, uh, it's, there's only the, the, the rest of them aren't even, you know, right. going to compete with the top three Penske folk. Exactly. Yeah. No, they've been super strong. The standings show it championship points standings as they stand going in, um, to the final race of the year, willpower, Joseph Newgarden trails by 20 there. Scott Dixon in third tied with Newgarden, Erickson, and fourth, um, obviously, those, those double points uh, for the Indy 500 still looming large. And then five, Scotty Mack, uh, 482. Round of the top 10, Pelot, Award, Herta, Rossi, Rosenquist. So, you know, I think another thing that stood out to me, too, Connor, uh, from this past weekend's race was you look at um, you know, the top five finishers. You had four different teams represent, represented right there in mm. the top five. Um, right? You look at the championship standings, you got Penske, you got Ganassi, you got um andretti you got uh, mclaren um you know you got so it's just a wider range and um you know th- th- those things definitely stick out to me it's something that that stands out about indycar and has all season yeah absolutely i mean we we mentioned earlier just very briefly that uh formula one was um not necessarily the most exciting weekend and max verstappen's already winning the world championship and they've got like 10 races to go so it's 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 crazy to see how competitive our series is. And again, I had a very interesting group text message from uh, with with some fellow drivers the other night, and and it was like, uh, and it's it was kind of a sad text to to see. But um, one of our friends, I will not name names, but he said, "Yeah, IndyCar is the most competitive racing in the cha- racing championship in the world that no one knows about." <laughs> and it's just, I, I wish. You know, at some point we will get there. I truly believe so because it there unless you know unless something crazy happens. But like, it truly is a great racing series. If you appreciate motorsport in general, um, you know what we have going on for the final race between powerhouse teams, powerhouse drivers, big names, uh, big sponsors. I mean, you got you know Verizon, and you've got. Scott Dixon with a supported by a bank. You've got Scott McLaughlin with every single different livery he's had. Uh, Joseph Newgarden with a you know big corporate sponsors with Penske and all that stuff. So you know it's not it's not necessarily a bunch of losers driving around there in in a bunch of cars that have you know weird caricatures of them on the side of it. You know what I mean? So it's it's this is a real top level championship battle. 
um, that I'm that I'm super. I, I mean, I'm super pumped just to see what happens. I I, I I'm pulling for Joseph because Joseph's our guy. I think I like Joseph a lot. Um, but that's going to be so hard. I also, I mean, I also like Will Power. Um, but I just, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm torn. So we'll, we'll see. I, I think Colton is a thousand percent going to win the race. I, I think Colton, I think Colton wins Laguna Seca by a lap over everyone. Um, but, uh, the rest of it, dominant, the rest of it, I don't know. There. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, um, <laughs> you mentioned the formula one and, and the comparison kind of there, but Sage Karam, you know, our pal Sage Karam just going out on Twitter and just absolutely saying, Hey, I got my Loved sword it. drawn. I got my sword drawn. Everybody come at me. I'll take on all you MFs. Just saying, if you want to watch a real open <laughs> racing series, check out IndyCar. I loved it. Had to retweet that from both my account and uh, the Speed Street account, which you can follow us at Speed Street Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Apologies for kind of laying low there. I've been preoccupied with with a, a, a week old newborn. So we'll get that thing back up and cranking. Um can you hey that's all right, with- man. You 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 had things to do. We it's we can we can have a little social media silence. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that. Um I think so gotta ask you about I mean what really was very concerning and scary there for a little bit until <laughs> you got out of the car and you were talking with with Kevin Lee and we knew everything was fine. But I mean, you're Ricky Bobby. You're on fire. You know, you're praying to Oprah there for a second. What is going through your mind? Explain that situation a little bit. Yeah, a tough situation for us, honestly. Um, you know, our, our our race, you know, in qualifying, Portland was so close. Um, and we just, we missed the balance by just a little bit. The car was just, just a hair too free. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, it's definitely a team effort on all that stuff. Um, but again, you know, we're, I'm starting right behind Dixon and Erickson and, you know, they're in the championship fight. So like, it's not, you know, we're, we're not the only people in that, in that boat. Um, you have to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect in IndyCar. Um, and you know, the race uh, started great, had a great first stint. Um, and we, we, you know, we pitted to get on the reds really fast on the reds. Um, but, uh, yeah, lost a little bit of time in the pits and we were trying to make that back. And as I could see it happening. So when we came in for the second pit stop, um, in our, in our right mirror or well, either mirror, essentially like f- for Portland, for example, we were fueling the car on the right side at Laguna. We're going to be fueling the car on the left side. Um, because you know, every track, each track has, uh, you know, its own side that you have to fuel on whatever it is. And you can see the fueler in your mirror. Like when you're in the pit stops, you're, you know, you're, you're clutching, you're full throttle, just kind of waiting on, um, you know, the fuel to, uh, to, to disengage, so you can you can pull first gear because our our cars won't allow us to get into first gear uh, unless the the fuel buckeye is detached. Um, and so I'm just sitting there, but as but I, I I can see the fuel starting to leak out of the out of the um, out of the big fuel buckeye, the the giant big red thing that goes in the hole uh, where you <laughs> you put the fuel, and um, and I can see it leaking, which already means well we're screwed either way because we're not getting enough fuel. Um, and there's a little, there's a little like vent, uh, tube that kind of bubbles a little bit when it's full. And that was kind of like spewing the whole time. And I'm like, well, I've seen this before rookie year at the Indy 500, uh, definitely caught on fire there. Um, I've been on fire probably several times in my career, 2015, Indy 500, um, quote of the weekend, by the way, what I want to put that on a shirt. 
<laughs> if you've been following my career, you know this isn't the first time I've been on fire. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. It's it's not it's not untrue. Um, <laughs> Me and my yeah, parents so, were cracking up, man. It's it funny. I mean, at that point, you just gotta laugh about it because there's so much dumb stuff that's happened to me over the last few weeks that it's just like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know what to say anymore. Love the approach, but, man. Absolutely. But yeah, I see the fuel leaking, and as soon as he pulls that sucker out. It ignites, right? But when he pulls that out, like I have, I know I have to go anyway. So, and I also know that it's better to go rather than to sit because then the fire can just burn and then maybe there's more fuel that, that catches. And so I just, I basically dropped the clutch and just held the throttle as hard as possible to do the biggest burnout possible and get to the pit speed limiter. But I could see it burning. Um, and then obviously, you know, it went out pretty quickly. But it was definitely a trail of fire. Uh, and then I, for some reason, I don't know whether the fuel splashed like into the cockpit and it like trailed the fire in there as well. But uh, over my right shoulder, I'm like, well, something's smoking. I, there was smoke now in the cockpit as I was going too. And I could feel this kind of like sizzle on my right shoulder and just kind of feel the heat all of a sudden build. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm obviously fine, but it was like, uh, this is really hot and there's smoke. And like, I, if I can feel it on my body, it means like, well, something is on fire. Um, but also like we're still in the race. So we, we just got to keep on trucking. Um, and now if it started to really burn my body, I'm really not sure. I thought about this scenario last night. I was like, do I keep going and just let it, let that sucker burn as the song says, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see. But I, I got a tweet from someone as well in the like that was working in in turn one, and you know turn one is actually it's a you know it's several hundred yards from the the pit exit and we're already doing a couple you know 100, 130, 40 miles an hour there, and they said the fuel buck guy the hole was essentially still on fire which also meant that I was on fire essentially by the time I got to turn one so it definitely took a while for it to burn out but eventually that that heat it did unsizzle. Um, but uh, but it, when everything bursts into flames, obviously that does damage. So like fire is never your friend. That's what I've noticed. Um, and so it burned through the clutch line uh, right then and there. And we, we, we already from that point, we knew the race was over because we never got the car full full of fuel. And if the race was going to go green the rest of the way, we had to stop another another two times instead of one. Everyone else was going to stop one time. We had to stop two times. So we would have we would have never been in contention for anything. Um, but eventually, when I did stop again, we came in. The fuel same, had the same problem, almost spilled out again. But as soon as I tried to pull the clutch to get into first gear, there was no clutch. So we were just we were just done there. Uh, and the fuel was still spilling out. So it was it was a very strange issue that again has never happened to me ever as it's never happened to my fueler ever. Like it's just, it's, and, and we actually don't even know why, like we, we don't know why it happened. Um, so much so that we're switching cars, like for this weekend, uh, we're switching chassis. So the car that I used, uh, in, in, um, Portland was my Indy 500 car. Uh, and then the car that we're switching back to is, is, was our kind of like road and street course car, um, for, for this weekend, just because we, we haven't, obviously the team is going to stay out West. Um, they, they go straight from Portland to Laguna. Um, and so, you know, we don't have time to bring it back to the shop to fully diagnose the, the issue. So we just basically just got to change cars, go to the spare car. Um, but yeah, not, not awesome. Not a great situation. Um, you know, it's my first DNF for the year and, um, 
you know, which is, which is crazy. Cause we've, we've had, a, you know, we've, we've been able to stay in the fight for the most part. Um, but the last two, last two races have been really tough to take. So a shame, but, uh, not dead, still alive, uh, and not on fire. Uh, just a, just a bit of a sunburn, essentially it felt like. And, uh, that was, you know, that was that for us essentially. That's good. Being, being not dead is good. Um, yeah. do you have like a little, you have any burn, like you said sunburn, but is there any remnants? Is there any scarring or anything on the shoulder? No, 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 it, It's definitely, it definitely not a big deal at all. It was just, you know, just kind of sensitive. Like you had a bit of a sunburn for a little bit and it was just Got like it. kind of more of like a weird tingly, like, Oh, yikes. I was just very hot there for a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, gotcha. so not a big issue. And, and obviously I, I, I don't care about, I, I try to tough most things out anyway. So it was, um, you know, not a, not a big issue, thankfully, but, uh, and, and all of our crew guys were okay too, which was, is obviously very, very important because pit lane, our pit box was also on fire for a little bit as well. Yeah. That always freaked me out. Like the invisible fire, I like stuff and, and, and racing and any car. Like I, I remember hearing about that and I was like, what? They're like, yeah, every time, yeah. you know, every now and then you see somebody in pit lane, just like kind of freaking out, running Like, you know, the flame, it, it, it's not there, but it's there. I was like, wow, that's absolutely terrifying. That sounds, whoever came up with that, damn you, God, that's a bad idea, man. Um, yeah, but yeah. The the invisible <laughs> fire era of IndyCar was wild. Because I, I remember, I mean, I remember seeing that and you'd be like, whoa, these dudes are, they look like they're fighting a ghost. You know what I mean? But they're, they're like actually right. on fire. They're out here swatting flies and rolling on the ground. And it looks like they've all had a mental breakdown. You know what I mean? But it's, it's all, it was the days of the methanol fuel like it was just just crazy to think about and uh yeah yeah I, I i'm glad we can see the fire now because again fire does look cool does not feel good and especially if it's on a motor car full of fuel that's essentially a moving bomb so um it was you know it was good to be extinguished i will i will say for sure when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, can you help me figure something out? Can you help me <laughs> figure out? Yes. Heard of going to be an F1 driver. Is he not? <laughs> what is going on, man? You know what? It's a great question. Um, many people are asking it. It was, it was quite funny. I'll let everyone into the, uh, the, the driver intros, um, scene basically right before the race, we're all, you know, we all get together for the driver intros and, and Colton comes up. I'm talking to Marcus Erickson and, um, and and a couple of other guys, Colton walks up and we're like, "Hey man, congrats on the Alpha Tower seat! Like, nice work. That'll be sweet." <laughs> and he's just like, "Yeah, I don't know what's going on." He's like, "I just, uh, I, I don't even, I don't know what the heck's going on." And it's just you know, because he can't necessarily, you know, Colton, he's got a team of people I'm sure that are working on it. You know, he's got he, 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 you got to hold your cards close to your chest there when when this this big of a deal is going on. Um, but I will say it is the coolest thing. So there's a lot of cool things that have happened to IndyCar, right? We've got Jimmy Johnson. We've got Roman Grosjean. We've got several, you know, exciting events. We were at Nashville. We got a great Indy 500. Uh, Elio's won four. But one of the most exciting things to ever happen to IndyCar is if, is if Colton Herta goes to F1 from IndyCar. 
Um, I, I truly believe that. Uh, and, and I think he deserves it. I think everyone knows it. There's something special about the, the kid. Um, and, and if Red Bull thinks that like, that is huge from, first of all, a business perspective, because how much Red Bull is sold in America every year, a lot. I know mm-hmm. I've had a few Tito's and Red Bulls, you know what I mean? Like oh, there's, yeah. there's p- plenty of those that have gone around in our lives. Um, do a couple pipe bombs at the tin roof. You know what I mean? We've, we've, we've had those beverages, <laughs> but it's, it's something that I, I think is smart of Red Bull because I think the promotion that they could do around uh, Colton Herta for the U S events would be huge. Um, and, but I also think that they recognize talent and, and, and Colton has the talent. So I'm very curious to see how it plays out. There's a lot of weird politicalness. Um, our, uh, everyone's best friend, Gunter Steiner is still an idiot. Uh, I mean, he, what he's saying about like, there, there are several people, which is really interesting because Frederick Vassur, which you, you, you don't know, but he, he's a, one of the guys at, um, Alfa Romeo and I, I drove for him at ART. He was, he was the, the team manager at, at ART when I was uh, racing in Europe, the French team that I was with. And uh, I, I like Frederick Vassar. Nice, nice guy. Always good to me. Uh, tough guy, but always good to me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but you know, a couple people saying, well, you know, the rules are rules. Like he probably shouldn't get a super license if, you know, if, if he doesn't have enough points and, it's a bit silly because there's several drivers in the past who have also not had enough points for a super license, but then I've got straight to F1, you know, Kimi Raikkonen, Sebastian Vettel, I'm pretty sure as well, because they all basically were in formula one when they were 18 and they did it very, very quickly. Um, so it's, it's, it's an interesting subject. I always say in motorsport money can buy anything. Uh, and so, you know, if there's enough support and if there's enough, you know, ways to bend rules they'll make colton have a super license um and if they don't for somehow then formula one that whole the fia everything i mean that's it would just be the it would be the most sad and disappointing thing that i've ever seen for like unity in motorsport like literally it's yeah if that was a young kid from anywhere in Europe or maybe even right. anywhere else, they'd be like, yep, that kid's getting in no matter what, you know what I mean? Sure. Like there wouldn't even be talk of it, you know? And so I, yep. I find it offensive the way that IndyCar is even scored on the super license system that, that, that whole point system should be set on fire immediately outside of someone's yard. Just burn all the papers that say IndyCar has a certain amount of points for your super license. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I, I'm very excited for Colton. I think it's going to be a very interesting few weeks because then that opens up a seat in IndyCar too. You know what I mean? And then, you know, who goes there? You know, is, is that, is that Oliver Askew? Does Oliver Askew come back? Yeah. So, you know, it's an Andretti seat. It's not a, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad seat. So very, very curious to see what happens. Um, when will we know? Do we, I mean, do you have any idea? Like, when do you think we're looking at where it's like, okay, yes, this, this will kind of be the time frame where we'll find out for sure whether or not he's going to be able to go over there or, or we'll have to stay. I don't know, man. It's a great question. I would assume that there's going to be a lot of meetings uh, when, when the season is over for us, right? Like Colton's focused in on fo- finishing up IndyCar, but as soon as that's over, 
I mean, the guy's going to have work to do, right? Like, he's like, hey, he, I mean, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if we see him at the next few F1 races. But for sure, Coda, like for oh, sure, yeah. the U.S. Grand Prix, there's going to be a lot of chatter there. Because, again, when everyone comes over and we can all – everyone meets in person, that's usually the most powerful place to do it. So, very, very curious to see how it plays out. It, it's, it's, it's something that everyone in America should be excited about. It's something that we in IndyCar should be proud of. Um, and it's something that, you know – if, 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 if for some, and again, there's so many formula one, Twitter is a dark place. Uh, it's just such there's so many people who, I mean, I, I had some idiot tweeting at me that said Nikita Mazepin could, would beat any IndyCar driver. And I was like, well, first of all, that was comedic. I actually laughed. I laughed a lot at it. I said, that's, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Literally the dumbest thing I've ever read with my eyes. It went into my brain and went directly into a toilet. Um, and so I, 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 but, but that's the way they think that's a, that's the way a lot of F1 Twitter thinks. And, and it's completely unjustified. It's completely a, you know, it's a, uh, you know, it's a wiener measuring contest. Like, yep, we've got the biggest one. Like we're gonna, like, we got, everyone's better here, blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right, that's, that's not, it's just not true. So I, I hate to see that. Everyone's better. Why can't anybody beat Max Verstappen? It's maybe a dumb question, but I mean, he's won what ten races in a row. I mean, like, what's the what's the thing here? Why, like, if everyone's that good, can't somebody put their dick out there and have measure with him? Or what's the problem? <laughs> nope, that's impossible because you have to be with the right team. There's only one guy who can beat him, and that's his teammate. But nope, he's probably not as good. I don't. It's just, it's crazy to think that this chatter can even go on. Um, but it is what it is. You, you're, we're always fighting the fight on the internet. There's always dummies all across the web. Um, but, uh, but it would be exciting for motorsport and I can't wait to, uh, to see what happens. And I do hope Colton gets to formula one and gets there as soon as possible. So he can get to work. And that's, that's, that's what, that's how I feel. Yeah, no, I mean, I would, um, and I want to buy some merch. I'm going to buy some merch. (laughs) It it is a very odd thing. We've talked about it before. And, you know, I've had people ask me on Q and A's on Instagram, you know, when are we going to get you into F1? And, you know, it's tough just because like, I, I Colton's one of my favorite drivers. I love the kid. Um, I think he's a star. Uh, I, selfishly, you want him to stay in IndyCar a little bit because he, you you see him hopefully winning multiple 500s and then just being a, a legend over here. But then at the same time, when you separate yourself from that, for me, I look and say all those things that you just said, Connor. You know, I echo that about yeah. if he goes over there, that's great for America. That's great for American Motorsport. Um, it's great for IndyCar. Uh, and it'd be fun to then finally dive full head first into F1 and be like, hell yeah, Colton Hurd is our guy. And we're going to buy all the merch and we're going to have the American flags out at the races when they come here in Vegas and Coda and, and Miami yeah. or whatever, wherever they go next. That would be super fun. Um, so I am, I am looking forward to that. And I do hope that that does happen um, because I think it's great to be able to rally around a guy. And right now we don't have a guy. Well, exactly. I, I I love this comparison, and my and my dad used this comparison. I first heard it from him, um, you know, when we were kind of when I was trying to be a Formula One driver back in the day. Um, but it's very similar to the Olympics, right? There's a lot of people in in Formula One at Formula One events that support their home racers. They they go to the Spanish Grand Prix to support Fernando Alonso, to support Carlos Sainz Jr. Like it's 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 something that when I watch the Olympics, I don't care if it's ping pong 
or javelin throwing. I'm I'm with the Americans. Like I don't care who it is. I don't even know if I've I don't know if I don't care if I've ever heard of them again. But guess what? I want our guys or girls to win. You know what I mean? And and that's like yeah, for sure. th- there is going to be that because again we see it with Pato Award. Pato's got such an incredible Mexican fan base. A lot of them can be very mean and aggressive and come after you on the internet. I've experienced it before, <laughs> but that's passionate fans. You know what I mean? That's 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 passionate yeah. fans and and we need. You know, we need guys that can show up to the racetrack, support, you know, wearing American flags. I mean, like, that's our guy. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's a California kid. He's incredibly talented. The guy's a winner in everything that he's done. Um, and, and, and like, that's, that would, that would then, I think, take Formula One even to another. I mean, again, it's already on the most meteoric rise I've ever seen a sports league take in my life. Um, in America, that is, um, but it, it would it would take it to another level for sure, and and I think you'd see the business side of Formula One as well also be upgraded. So it's it's going to be cool to see, and I, I want to be able to wave American flags and drink beers watching Colton Herta, you know, beat the heck out of some you know some foreigners, obviously. So let's do that. <laughs> How pissed do you think Paddle Award is? Well, I mean. I- I, I don't think he can be too pissed, you know what I mean? Because he, you know, he's already got to test the Formula One car. He's in, he's in the, he's in the door there at McLaren. But clearly, McLaren have they got a lot of doors in their facility, and so <laughs> you know, he, he's in one door. It might not be the right door. Um, but again, you know, let's say Pato continues to get better and continues to fight for championships like he's doing. Um, you know, the door to Formula One is still right there because you are with a Formula One team. Uh, you know, albeit in America. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I don't think Colton can be pissed because again, there's something about Colton that, you know, when he wins, he wins by a lot. And when he's, when he's on pole, he's on pole by a ton. Um, and I have not seen many people do that. Certainly in my era. Yeah, for sure. That's going to be something to keep an eye on, man. I mean, silly season has been going on and I know that a lot of seats are already kind of filled and lined up for IndyCar next season, but you know, that can give uh, leeway to silly season for Colton and Formula One. And then, you know, what's going to happen if he goes there? Like you mentioned, the 26 ride opens up. Can't wait. Absolutely. It's very wait. interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. we because even even just to touch on the silly season side for just a second, you know, you've got, you know, if Colton seat opens up, there's a ton that could go on there. You know, Yunkos Racing is going to have a second seat. You know, they, they definitely announced that today. Like, they don't know, they didn't announce a driver, but they're like, they're definitely going to have a second seat, which will be huge for that team. Um, so we'll see a lot. You know, who's going to go to the 10 car? I don't know. Like, who's going to go to, who's going to go anyway? Like, there's still so much to be decided and so much to talk about. Um, and that's, you know, that's off season talk, baby. Like, it's going to be, that's what we're going to get into. No doubt, man. Love a little off season talk. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, did you get a chance to, you know, Saturday after qualifying stuff, do you get a chance to catch any football or any college ball? You know what? I did. I, I did uh, did catch some college football. 
and again, I'm not a college football guy. Uh, you know, this is this is football talk. Uh, but I, I, I liked that football was on. Did I sprinkle a little money on some games? Absolutely. I love doing a little uh, football gambling. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and yes, there were some very crazy. Uh, college is just nuts, though, because like some of the games, like there can be the dumbest situations ever that happen. And you're just like, how in the world? Like, how are we scoring four touchdowns in? 30 seconds like it's just there's wild stuff but just happy that football's back uh it's it's gonna be a great it's a great time to to be watching television it was an absolutely dreadful weekend of football for me and i fear <laughs> that it is a four i fear that it is a foreshadowing of what's to come this fall uh purdue boilermakers lose on a touchdown oh. with 40 seconds left to go they completely blow that one away then the LSU Tigers have a chance. They tie it at the but. They have a chance to tie it at the buzzer. Extra point gets blocked. Should have gone for two. Already had a, a, a field goal get blocked earlier in the game. So my Thursday and Sunday nights were not phenomenal. Um, but yes, it was great to have it back on. Highly entertaining, most definitely. You got college football going to twelve teams in the playoffs here coming up soon. Love that. Um, even hate to say it, but I, I hate to say it, but I had Penn State minus three. So <laughs> hey. You know Sorry, what? Pal. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that one of us was happy uh, yeah. because I, I was definitely <laughs> not. But this is what I'm working on. Whenever something like that happens, I just go and I just look at my son and I hold him and I hug him and I feel better and I don't worry go. about football as much. But then I put him down and then I'm pissed again. But I'm working on it. Um, so the NFL is back this weekend. Not only is it the last weekend of IndyCar for 2022, but it's the first weekend of the NFL in 2022. Um, Rams and Bills kick off on Thursday nights. We record on Wednesdays, so whenever you're listening, it may be coming up tonight. may have happened last night. Um, but then Sunday, we got a full slate. Cannot wait. And I love this idea. Connor came up with it. He said, let's do a little something where we compare IndyCar drivers to NFL teams. What would they be? And we said, absolutely, let's do it. So in honor of football being back completely this weekend, that's what we're going to do here. Um, Connor, your idea for the segment, why don't you start us off, man? All right, and we're all three going to get into this as well. Producer Ben is going to get involved. Let's do – I'll do one, and then, Joey, you can do one, and then Ben, and we'll just kind of like – like we'll snake it around a little bit. Um, so right out the gate, um, I think this is an easy one. This, this, this pairing is simple and uh successful but it's it's uh, alexander rossi is the new england patriots of um of 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 indycar football comparisons uh alex rossi i already know is a patriots fan uh, alexander rossi is successful uh he does not have as many rings as as uh, as belichick and the boys um but there's just something about how rossi uh looks at other humans uh very similar to i think bill belichick would look at humans um, and there's uh no BS, you know what I mean? There's nothing, there's, it's just success or nothing. And, uh, I think that's, that, that's, that is one of the easiest comparisons that I think I could have made between football teams and IndyCar drivers. Yes. I love it. Rossi kind of guy to somebody sticks their hand out to give him a high five kind of guy to just walk right by him. <laughs> <laughs> Invisible. Just, yeah. Just not even give you. The time of the day. Distant relative um, of Belichick confirmed for sure. I can see it. Yeah, third yeah. cousin. For sure. <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining them now at like Thanksgiving, just sitting across the table, not talking to each other. Yeah, it sounds, <laughs> sounds very warm and comforting. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to go. We were talking a lot about young Colton Herta. I'm going to start with Colton Herta myself. When I, th- when I see him and I think of Colton Herta, 
I think of right now the current Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, yeah. Colton Herta, Colton Herta is young. He's super talented. He's either winning by a lot or he's kind of wrecking out, right? You look at the Bengals. <laughs> you look at the Bengals. They're young. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins, all of these guys. And they're either going to the Super Bowl or they're shit. Uh, so right now, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of highs, maybe some lows, a lot of talent, some youth there. I'm going Colton Herta. I'm going the Bengals. I like that. I, I actually do like that pick. That that that's a that's a very close representation. I would say. I would say. Nice. Ben, what do you have for us? Joey, you actually went ahead and took the team I was going to compare to, but I guess I was more going to compare <laughs> Scotty Mack to a specific player in Joe Burrow because his first go at an Indy car pretty rough around the edges. Joe Burrow's first rookie season not fantastic. Comes out his second year. Goes straight to the championship, starts winning games, winning races. So I think Scotty Mack to Joe Burrow is maybe the comparison I'll make. Then we can have we can have I like multiple that. teams. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it makes sense. That's, that's a that's good a, comparison a because call. I assume that Joe Burrow also likes to party, and I like he looks that like too. it. I see Absolutely. it in his face. And Scott is the king of the party, so that's you know king of the party and not, successful. That's the best. You're not, not called Scotty Mack. You're not called Joe Shiesty without one to party a little bit. Oh, for sure, know? exactly. Scotty Mack would hang with Jack Harlow for sure. I could see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm going to move to my second pick here. Uh, now, this, I, it's not a current IndyCar driver, but it it, it made sense in my mind. Um, but I'm going to go with Ryan Hunter Ray, an American hero, and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to basically compare him or simulate him simulation or the similarities between the Cowboys and Ryan Hunter Ray because Ryan Hunter Ray is a championship winner, Indy 500 winner. The Cowboys were successful at one point, <laughs> but you know, right now they're not as successful and Ryan, poor Ryan is unemployed and I don't know why, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, it's, it's one of those things that I think again, championship winners, they, they know how to win championships. Ryan is an American hero. The Cowboys are America's team. Um, and, I think Ryan still has, you know, winning to do left in him. So that's why Ganassi has him as a reserve driver. That's why heck he might he might even be in the 10 car next year. That would be that would be wild. There but, you go. Uh, but yeah, Ryan on Ray, America's team, American hero, Captain America, as he's called, uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. Even though well, I know he's these- a big I know he's a big Miami Dolphins fan. So, you know. Huge. I <laughs> actually, he was parked right behind me at the Indy 500 when I was out there uh, at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the month of May. And we had one night where we were talking, he has Dolphins shirt on. And he was just like, I don't know about Tua, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Tua. I was like, I hear you, brother. I don't um, think any of God, us do. <laughs> <laughs> all these are like, now that we're talking about them, all these different parallels are coming into my mind. So I might go off actually not what I said <laughs> I was going to. But I'm going to stick with this one. Uh, I'm going to go Jimmy Johnson. Is the Detroit Lions. Okay. okay. And I can't now, wait to see where, where are the seven championships. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the Lions, very proud franchise, been around for a while, were successful in the past, kind of like you mentioned of the, the Dallas Cowboys. Jimmy yes. Johnson, very proud driver, very proud fan base, was one of the most successful NASCAR drivers of all time. Comes over to IndyCar, right? And now Tough. Like the, the only reason that we really care about the Lions is because they play on Thanksgiving Day. 
right? Like that that's really the only thing that's kind of in our mind, right? I mean And I like Dan Campbell. I'm a D I'm okay. a Dan Campbell. Yeah. Guy. Like Hard Knocks and the Detroit Lions or and Thanksgiving Day is kind of why the Lions are still there for us. Jimmy and IndyCar, <laughs> love them. One of the best drivers ever. Jimmy and IndyCar? Yeah, it, it's kind of Oval Thanksgiving guy. just because well, he's it's an kind Oval of guy. Thanksgiving because he's he's there. It's like Jimmy's like the oh yeah, we got Jimmy Johnson in the field. That's our Thanksgiving Day game. And nothing really else, you know, it really spikes it. And he's got his own series, like Hard Knocks for the Lions. So, Jimmy Johnson, Detroit Lions. Sorry, and Jimmy. I, I, no, I, I actually I see it because we can have, like, five Thanksgiving games because there's five oval races. You know, like, hey, they might show up on Thanksgiving. They might, hey, Jimmy's going to show up on the ovals and, and probably get a W you know, or, or at least get close, maybe cover the call. spread. That's <laughs> a great call. Love yeah. it. And I think with Jimmy, too, like – He's going to go out there and he wants to kick ass like Dan Campbell. He's going to give himself like a oh, yeah. up speech. And then maybe he doesn't exactly perform like that's okay. You know, doesn't bring it. So here, boys. yeah. yeah no, or my teammate it. will drive him directly into the wall. <laughs> I, <don't know> <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. that. that was, yeah. <laughs> Tough look for them over Whoops. the weekend. Tough look. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to go Graham Ray Hall. I'm actually going to, again, I went with another team that, um, that Connor picked with the Dallas Cowboys simply because. Okay. The Ray Hall family's got a lot of money. Jerry Jones got a lot of money. <laughs> America's team, Grim Ray Hall, big American. So, <laughs> nice. I mean, that's p- purely from a financial perspective. That's not wrong. And Graham Ray Hall, friend of the show, friend of the show. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you got Jerry's world, and then you got Graham's world up there in yeah. Zionville or whatever. That's yeah, they're building like a seven seven million square foot shop up there. It might as well be Jerry's world. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go a little bit. Now, this is not meant to be offensive in any way. Um, <laughs> we know that I've had a coming together a couple times with this uh, young driver. But, you know, I I am uh, driver selection for this is Devlin DeFrancesco. Uh, and the NFL team would be the Cleveland Browns. And it's not because of the... Um, the uh you know horrible allegations going on to Sean Watson. It's not that we're because you want to about, swing your helmet at him, Miles Garrett yeah. style. There you no, go. So we're we're talking about hey, there's some. It's been tough. It's been a tough go. You know, it could be a tough go again this year. But brightness at times, I I guess sometimes you know there's some there's some times where you're like Devlin is the underdog, right? He's the underdog. At Andretti. And the Browns are always the underdog, right? You're you're trying to hope that they win one game so everyone can get free Bud Light. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> it's something that it's uh, – Devlin is the underdog at his big team, and uh, it's not meant to be offensive in any way. But that that is the comparison that I could make. Underdog in the league, underdog in our league, uh, you know, shines – has some shining brightness, and it, they're in a building year. They're in a building year. That was that that was that was very politically well done there. Connor. We're in a building here. Way to go. Man. Browns, Devlin D. Francisco. <laughs> uh okay. My last one. I was torn between two. One popped in my head, but I'm gonna go because I gotta represent. You think consistency, you think winning, you think staying power, you think the Pittsburgh Steelers and IndyCar, you think Scott Dixon. Scott okay. Dixon has six six IndyCar championships. Pittsburgh Steelers have six Super Bowls. Haven't had a losing season since 2003. They're the constant in the NFL, the consistent king. That's Scott Dixon. No matter what, you look up. He can start 16th. The Steelers can start 0-4. But at the end of the race, at the end of the season, somehow 
The Steelers are either going to be in the playoffs, fighting for the playoffs. Scott Dixon is going to be fighting for a podium, on the podium, whatever it is. Scott Dixon, Pittsburgh Steelers. I like that a lot. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a strong – a strong. I, I think that's the most accurate potential comparison that we've made today. So I, I like that. Thanks, buddy. I am going to go with Elio and New Orleans Saints. So just, just kind of hear me. I, I, have, I have two reasons for this. Number one, I thought of Taysom Hill. I, again, I'm connecting it to players. I feel like Elio's kind of a like can kind of do it all. Like Taysom, he'll play quarterback, he'll play tight end, he'll play right guard. Doesn't matter. He's gonna go out there and just I don't know, run into some people, get some touchdowns. Comparing Elio, the four-time Indy 500 champ to a backup quarterback hybrid tight end, a guy, a guy I that like can it. do it all, a guy that Old can do move. it all, absolutely. <laughs> and. I feel like the energy that Elio brings to the track kind of reminds me of Mardi Gras, New Orleans, you know. So that's oh, that, yeah. And guess what? I bet Elio threw some beads at people back in the day. I mean, Elio was in sure. the streets back in Absolutely. the day. He was, you know, he was getting after it. I respect that. Um, yeah, that's that that that's very interesting. It's a <laughs> bit of a stretch. I like it because I think there there. I mean, New Orleans isn't an unsuccessful football team. You right. Know what I mean, like right. they are good. And maybe Jameis is going to sling the rock for them and he's going to bring them to a Super Bowl so he can eat those chicken wings. I don't know. Yeah. He's going to get he's going to whatever he does with his celebrations. I love it. Well, I that was a, that was a lot of fun. Great call, Connor. I appreciate <laughs> that segment. I am very, very interested to hear what the uh, the audience has to say about our comparisons here. I think feel free to love, tweet us. Yeah, yeah, I think people love the Top Gun references that we did. I think they're going to enjoy this one too. We're 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 just you know we're converging everything together here. We're meshing it together. Football meets IndyCar, and we're doing it in a really fun way. So tweet us at Speed Street Pod, Connor Daly, Neb Notlaw, Joey Molinaro. Obviously, we're all out there um cool good deal well uh well you want to this weekend real quick yes uh you mentioned Colton we're on Hurdy. the peacock yeah <laughs> wait you no we're on the eat? nbc no i mean nbc and yeah, peacock. We gotta finish. and always gotta on finish peacock. strong yeah always on peacock but finishing strong 3 30 i know it's the first football sunday but if you're not doing multiple tvs in 2022 what is going on get the multiple yeah. tv set up put it up on your phone whatever your laptop um, and multiple screen this with the NFL with IndyCar 3:30, and that's a nice little weird time, you know. It's like before the 4:25 games, like you know, not the end of the the first round of games. You know, get it on there, get it going. 3:30 on NBC out in Monterey. You mentioned Colton Herta. You think he's going to dominate? Um, is that just the main storyline here? You think it's going to be all Colton Herta and then the championship contenders? You got to fight him off. You know what? Yeah, I, I, I just I think Colton it, for some reason has something a little extra there. Um, but who knows, man? All, all the, um, all the, uh, everyone's bringing their biggest gun to the fight. So you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, will there be team orders from Penske? Like, let's say one guy's looking better than the other, and maybe you know they they might have to move some people around. I don't know. Um, you know, who's all the Ganassi guys? You know, are they going to all try to help Dixon somehow? You know, there's going to be some interesting team dynamic there. I mean, I remember. Um, you know, when I actually, the interesting thing about it is I don't remember who was fighting for the championship in uh, 2019, but I was driving for Andretti and, and obviously I was a fifth car. Um, but sometimes there is talk of like, Hey, you know, if we got a guy in the fight and we need a yellow, <laughs> you know, it, or it's going to be a code word that we use, you know what I mean? Like code word, banana salmons, you know what I mean? I don't know. And, and there's something that, you know, that, that happens. And, you know, maybe my, maybe we got a right front, 
wheel puncture and and uh, yeah. I'm stopping on the track. I don't know. <laughs> um, so you know, we'll we'll see what happens there. Who knows what kind of deep conspiracy people will get into? But um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great weekend. And you know, before we move on to to that though, the NASCAR weekend was awesome as well. Uh, we have to give credit to the the folks at Darlington. Uh, the Xfinity race was insane. Everyone drove into the wall as hard as they could, and someone still won the race, um, which was wild. Uh, a friend of the show, Noah Gregson, um, you know, big win. I, I thought that was I was wild just to see everyone hit the wall on the last lap, uh, and and someone still won the race. So uh, hilarious finish there. But again, in again, that's NASCAR. Like NASCAR does such a great job, and those cars are built built for that. You know what I mean? They're built for a little bit of rubbing is racing and and yep. if you hit the wall as hard as those guys do someone's still driving to the finish line you know what i mean so it was great to see and then eric jones with a big win uh for the 43 car um you know that i i, I got to meet eric a lot because uh we we're the u.s air force was obviously my sponsor for a while and they're they're still a partner of the petty team there petty gms uh, and so, yeah, very, very cool to see Eric Jones get the win. A any emotional story of, of victory in motorsport, I think is a good one. Yep. Um, so I think NASCAR again, checked all the boxes over the weekend. Definitely checked all the boxes. Hell yeah. Love checking boxes, man. It's great. Yeah. NASCAR, <laughs> uh, in the playoffs still going strong. Obviously we'll finish up after IndyCar, but final race of the 2022 season all on the line here for five or six guys going into Monterey going to be um, a hell of a race to watch. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Uh, do you want to wrap up here with our random Indy 500 driver of the week? Yes, absolutely. We can do that. Uh, random Indy 500 driver of the week. Uh, we went way back in the day. We went, uh, we went to the 1938 Indy 500 field, uh, won by Floyd Roberts. Uh, and, the man who finished 14th, his name is uh, Ronnie Householder. Oh, and yeah. I did not know much about Ronnie. And now Ronnie is spelled R-O-N-N-E-Y. So, again, maybe it's Ronnie. I don't know. But it's it's <laughs> maybe it's something. I don't know. He was born in Nebraska. Uh, and American race car driver, uh, raced mostly in the Midwest in the summer. Uh, he was the 19th. 35 Detroit Coliseum midget champion. Uh, so again, a lot of dirt racers back in the day. Um, so that's really, really cool. Uh, and yeah, the Chicago Shriners built a board track inside the football stadium of soldier field in 1939. I don't even know what that means, but I just read a random thing and I saw football and uh -huh. soldier field. <laughs> so, so I don't even know who the Chicago Shriners are, but whatever. Soldier field about to be no more. Bears yeah, exactly. Arlington Park. So say bye bye to that. Yeah, had uh, 1937 was his first start at the 500, um, and then 1938 he only had two. Yeah, so um, he finished 12th and 14th. Uh, so no, not not terribly bad there for Ronnie or Ronnie. Definitely not the first or tenth way I'd spell Ronnie when looking at that. But uh, I want to go Ronnie Householder. Oh, Ronnie Householder. Let's go Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah, I mean pepperoni is cool and yeah roscoe roni householder <laughs> pepperoni is cool man uh all right good deal thanks for hanging with us this week again um final race of the season coming up 
NBC 3.30 on Sunday. Get that up there on the multiple screens. Got a, a championship battle for the ages going on. And we haven't seen something like this, I think, since like 2003, I believe, last I heard. So uh, a lot of guys vying for the title. Going to be a fun one. Be sure to follow us at Speed Street Pod, both on Twitter and Instagram. Again, the YouTube version of our show goes live on Dirty Mo Media's YouTube channel, probably about the day after the audio drops. So go check us out there. A lot of fun to be able to watch and listen and hang with us. You feel like you're part of the crew, right? So come do that. Uh, leave us a rating and review. Want to keep getting those numbers up, right? So people go in. They want to listen to Motorsport Podcast. They want to find out more about motorsport. They want to grow IndyCar. They'll find Speed Street because you guys leave a rating and review for us. So appreciate that. Um, what else we got, man? Any final word? I think that's it for now. I'm just excited for, you know, final race of the season. I think everyone everyone's pumped to to uh, to see how it all plays out. And, you know, we appreciate everyone listening yet again. A lot of great stuff. Um, and again, we're going to keep this going into the offseason. And it's going to be a great, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of great stuff to cover as well because there's still lots of other motor racing that goes on later into the fall, into the winter um, that we're a little bit jealous of. But you know what? We're going to cover it. We're going to we're going to make sure you know all about it. Even more um, NFL or college football and IndyCar parallels and comparison. That's the offseason. But again, we got the final race coming up this week. Thanks again for hanging with us. And we'll talk to you next week when we crown a champion for the 2022 NTT IndyCar Series on Speed Street. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. You're going to win it.